Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Check out the latest lines on World of Sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. And BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, man, there's a lot to get to here. Ooh, how about this lovely tasting lunch sandwich? Kyler Murray's agent uh, put out a statement on social media. Let me Let me bring it up here. Uh, this is amazing. Simply amazing. By the way, I, I, I'm going to share something with you in one hour, one hour that the late Kobe Bryant told me that was epic foreshadowing for what we're seeing with the Lakers. I've never shared this with another human being, but it's our show. So yeah, I'll share it in one hour. What Kobe said about LeBron coming to L.A., and the epic foreshadowing for these moments. Okay? Good. Um, This was great. So, Kyler Murray's agent, we've had the weird, like, it's just just a bizarre existence where no one I know in sports radio would normally spend time talking about Kyler Murray. It doesn't mean that Kyler Murray's issues and desire for a contract extension, whatever, aren't a valid talking point within the Valley of the Sun. But in the grand scheme of things, like, what are we doing here? Kyler Murray is under contract for at least two more years. Let me show you how, if if this was the real world and not this imaginary sports world that we've created. The Arizona Cardinals have to do nothing for the next Four years, actually five, and there's nothing Kyler Murray can do about it. Now, he would make gargantuan sums of money in three, four, and five years from now. And you're like, wait, I thought you said he's only under contract for two more years. Hold on. So the way a rookie contract works is it's a four-year deal, and after year three, you have to decide if you're going to pick up the fifth-year option. The fifth-year option is a sizable increase in salary. I think in the 19 to $20 million range, Jay Stu, if you could check that out, that'd be, I would, that would be lovely. What his, so you pick out the fifth year option. So essentially he'll make very little next year. Then he'll make 20 the fifth year. And then if the Arizona Cardinals have no desire to negotiate with Kyler Murray and they want to franchise tag him, they can franchise tag him twice. Then they can transitional tag him the third year. There's Again, there's nothing Kyler Murray can do other than not show up. And if he doesn't show up, he doesn't get any money. They can have him under contract for five years. They don't have to do anything. Nothing. So the first thing you're, you're lied to constantly, constantly by us in the media. And why are you lied to by us in the media? Well, because many of us in the media are dependent upon the players or the agents of said players in order to get those guests on the radio. 
right? Like, I don't blame Adam Schefter, you know, for in many ways either like like this statement from uh, Kyler Murray's agent, Eric Burkhart. These are the kind of things that are usually sent to all of the different NFL insiders. And then, you know, you send out little bullet points or whatever of support for a guy, not because you necessarily support that guy, but because if you don't, you ain't going to get any of the inside scoop, right? You're just not. But you're lied to when people, well, NFL players' contracts aren't guaranteed. Every penny of Kyler Murray's four-year contract with the Arizona Cardinals was guaranteed, and the fifth year of the four-year contract is 100% guaranteed. And if he is franchise-tagged, it is, John Ramos, guaranteed. And if he's franchise-tagged again, it is guaranteed. And if he's transition-tagged another year, it's guaranteed. The idea that Kyler Murray can go anywhere he wants is complete bullcrap. He has no leverage other than, I don't want to play, or maybe go play baseball. So if you have no leverage and you're in a and you're trying to create some sort of negotiating leverage, what do you do? You make a stink and you try and create public sentiment in your favor. Right? This is a statement from Eric Burkhart. I'll I'll give you some bullet points here. One, he absolutely wants to be a, your long-term quarterback, that being the Arizona Cardinals. Two, he desperately wants to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Then he goes into how bad it was before he got there, how good he's been. You know, generally agent talk. He's the best. I can't believe I represent this guy. He's amazing. He actually walked on water once. He turned water into wine. He 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 cured people of diseases. And oh yeah, by the way, they went to the playoffs this year only because of Kyler Murray. That's basically what you're being told. Okay. Um, <laughs> his agent goes on at the end to say, it is now simply up to the Cardinals to decide if they prioritize their rapidly improving 24-year-old, already two-time Pro Bowl quarterback, who led the organization from three wins before his arrival to 11 wins in their first playoff appearance in five years, or rather if they choose to financially prioritize committing to other areas and continue to merely talk about addressing Kyler's long-term future, um, an ex- uh, and executive, every coach, player, and executive in the NFL knows or should know that words and hypothetical contract contractual promises are regularly dismissed and fleeting in this business. You just say you want to win. If you really want to win, you'll pay him a ton of money. Mm, I don't know, dude. I mean, the truth is that when they didn't have Nuke Hopkins, he sucked. He was awful in the playoff game. Awful. I don't put it all on him, but can we just be honest? He was awful. He looked like a guy who he looked like a college quarterback back there playing against pros. He looked completely overwhelmed. And I, I understand most of those guys, when, you're, when your offensive line can't protect, you're, you're going to look, guys, complete. Tom Brady was the best quarterback on earth when they went 18-0. They played the Giants in the Super Bowl. They played the Giants at the end of the regular season and then in the Super Bowl, and they couldn't protect him 
four guys pass rushing, and Tom Brady looked like just a dude in that Super Bowl. They still nearly won the game. But Tom Brady, arguably the greatest quarterback ever, maybe inarguably to people, the greatest quarterback ever, he looked fairly normal when he faced a severe pass. The, the difference is Kyler's like freakishly athletic and looks scared to run. Kyler's been bad at the end of the last two seasons. Don't tell me Pro Bowls because they don't mean anything to me. But who are the other quarterbacks in the Pro Bowl this year? When you hear them, you'll be like, really? Yep. I don't care about Pro Bowls. I think they've done a nice job of turning around that franchise. I think that at the end of his fourth year, he should get a contract extension if he continues to improve. And I don't blame Eric Burkhart because the only reason Eric Burkhart is doing this is because Kyler wants him to do it. That's it. Agents don't just come up with a plan. Hey, I'm going to post something on social media about my client who should get paid and he's not going to know anything about it. This is Eric Burkhart trying to create some sort of public sentiment, some sort of, hey, the Arizona Cardinals are idiots because this guy is beloved. He's awesome. He's amazing. And I'm just trying to, Eric Burkhart is just fighting for his business, his personal business, which is tied to the hip to Kyler Murray. So those things to me matter. Those things to me, okay, are all that actually matters. And I don't, I mean, does this look silly? Of course. But in many ways, it accomplishes the task, right? Because if the idea is bringing attention to Kyler wanting a new contract, mission accomplished. If the idea is, you know, like Schefter tweeting out, look at the other quarterbacks who have gotten early deals. Well, three of them are abject disasters. And one of them, Deshaun Watson, has never played a snap under his new contract. Not one. So that's really four of them. There's six guys, four are abject disasters. Right? Jared Goff got one. Carson Wentz got one. Yeesh. Deshaun Watson got one. Deshaun Watson took the contract, and then before it became live, like eight months later, but it, hadn't, it wasn't until, until this year, then he's like, I want out of Houston after getting three years of money up front. So please don't. And even the Pat Mahomes, which seems like a great deal for the Chiefs, it still is cost prohibitive for them adding players, even with the salary cap spiking. I don't know, man. I just think it 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 really looks, it's it's transparent. But everybody in Arizona seems like they have to go through Schefter in order to get their message out, right? Remember when um, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, was a was a candidate for what what job was open that he was a, supposedly a candidate for? It was Oklahoma? And then what? he was like, he won't be a candidate for Oklahoma. USC or Oklahoma? It was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. It was Oklahoma. Like, look, he he has one year left on his deal. They're not willing to extend him. And I know that, again, this is like the Kyler Murray argument. Like, I don't blame Steve Kime. This is not college football. You can coach on the last year of a deal. And then if you win and you improve, then you can get an extension. The only reason they give them these long extensions that don't actually mean much in college football is because you have to recruit guys, and a recruit has to look at what's my next four or five years going to look like. That's why you have to have these years, even fake years in a college. An NFL contract, it doesn't matter who's going to be there or not going to be there. So, I I don't mind it. And it's interesting that, like, King, 
Can Cliff do the same thing? Look what Arizona was before we got here. We just won 11 games and went to the... Why can't Cliff do the same thing? And oh yeah, by the way, his con- he's under contract. They have no reason. There's no reason at all for them to ever concern themselves with his contract now. Can they? Yeah. But it ain't like he's a free agent. <laughs> he's not going to go play anywhere else. And if he wants to go play baseball, just let us know. Go play baseball. You'll be in the minor leagues for three or four years. And not like you're going to make a ton of money up front. All right, we got a lot to get to here in the show. The Cardinals can exercise the fifth-year option. That fifth-year option will pay him just uh, more than $25 million. So, again, and you'll be told, by the way, do you have, can you bring up Sportac, his contract, real quick? Um, you'll be told Kyler Murray only makes, I don't know what it is, like $2 million next year, even though he's number, former number one overall pick, or is it like five? How, how much actually is it? But the truth is, these rookie deals, much like all these NFL deals, you get all the money up front, and then you get the back end with the fifth year. So it's more about average than anything else. These are the rookie contracts. How much is it there? So um, how much he's making this year? Yeah. His base salary is uh, $965,000. His signing bonus was 5.8. His roster number is 4.5 for a total of 11.3. Right. And I think all that signing bonus money he got up front and then he gets the roster bonus at the at the start of the year, right? So, like, what's he made already from from the Cardinals three years in? It looks like a thirty-five point seven million dollars, right? So he made thirty-five point seven, and then that's not counting the eleven that he'll make this year, and then the twenty-five plus he's guaranteed to make when they pick up the fifth-year option. But what what you'll be told here's what you're going to be told by people: he's playing for nine hundred thousand dollars this year. That's what you're going to be told. That's the woe is me. He's playing for like, that's not really, he's actually playing for $11 million. He got most of the money up front. He got a $5 million roster bonus. 900,000 is the base salary. That's just clever accounting. That works for uncle Sam and the IRS, unless you get audited. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works with you to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. You know, here's the thing. If you just play well, it kind of all takes care of itself. Right? And, oh, yeah, by the way, like, if you really want to win and you're already under contract, what your agent should do, should say, but again, I don't think he's doing, the agent is doing this any other reason than Kyler wants it done is, hey, don't worry about me. Just go out and fix all the rest of it. Get me Nuke Hopkins healthy. Fix the rest of the team. I'll ball out. Then you'll pay me. You know, it's the two bulls on the top of the hill. Why go down and get one cow when we get all of them? Why fight over, you know, why fight over a long-term contract when you're coming off of an absolutely atrocious end-of-season and playoff run when you can actually tell Steve Kime, spend all that money elsewhere, get everybody else better, and then I want Aaron Rodgers' money. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Can I tell you something kind of cool here, Ramos? Of course, Doug. So my daughter Grace um, is a musician. She has uh, She went from the, the cello to the violin 
Um, she can play keyboard, piano, and uh, she's a bass guitarist. She's been bass guitarist for a couple of years, and she's gotten super into the bass. Where, like now, I, as I've told you, listen to that song. Who's who sings the Twilight Zone? I forget. That so, is Golden Earring. Golden Earring. Right. Oh, Golden. They got. They're basically a one. They had two, one more hit song. What was the other well, one? Uh, Oh, I don't know, but you're right. So if I can't remember it, then well, that's, no, no, it, no. There was another. There was another there was one. A, yeah, there was, a, there was another. Is gold, golden what? Earring. E a r r i n g. I think the song was called "Not Twilight Zone." <laughs> they, they have Twilight Zone and not Twilight. No, no, that's not, that's not true. No, there, it's, there, was, there was another. There was another good <laughs> big song that they had. You're not in the Twilight. Oh yeah, that you're one. You're not in the Twilight <laughs> Zone. Golden earring. I, Dan, do you know what it was? Um, I I'm not sure. It came off the the piercing album though, right? Ah, so that was did. yeah. There it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the piercing they're by Golden the, Earring. Aren't they from the Netherlands? I don't know where they're from, but they're there from was the, another they're, they're song from, by from them. The Netherlands. Is it right? Radar Love? That's it. Radar, radar Love. Radar Love. That's yeah. a big song. Yes, it was. Those are two big. They're two okay. hit wonders. Two hit oneeaters. <laughs> That's all you need, they're man. Two eaters. True. Two eaters. Flock of Seagulls had a bunch of hits, but everybody always thinks it's only Iran. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's a great point. Anyway, um, why, why are you waving off Dan? I'm not. I'm waving why off the phone. My, my airtime is done. <laughs> huh? I'm what waving off the phone. On? The phone's ringing. So, so what? I'm, why are you yeah. waving it off? Bye, Doug. See you later. We'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> why are you, John Ramos? No, no. Why are you waving off the phone? You can make the decision. Well, when because I know what the phone call was about. So was about? I was. John, can you work Sunday night? <laughs> at 9 p.m. Hi, John. Uh, can you bring your playbook to the? <laughs> Sorry, no overnights here, guys. Yeah. It is it is funny that uh, people in the building know it, we're on the air, but they still do call within no, the I show. Got, you know? No, my I get I get my kids text me. I have friends that call. I had a buddy who just called me. But at least it buzzes. This one actually is ringing. It's like you didn't hear it ringing when that's I just your, That's just your ears. Oh. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's really hard with the ringing and the voices in your head, John. That's 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 very difficult. I have these two guys that always text me during my show on Sunday during the NFL. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Is that me? <laughs> that's, oh, man. That's that me? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> me? maybe. That may be me. Yeah. That, that, that's me. Um, <laughs> the Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's welcome in Adam Kaplan, who's, of course, our resident um, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. I, I want to play for you something that uh, Greg Jennings said earlier today on Undisputed in regards to Aaron Rodgers and the reported contract demands. Aaron Rodgers has been a very selfish guy, like, period. Mm. Like in this, I get it. Mm. He's at the end of the, he's at the end of his career. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to take whatever I can take, but you can't do that and want to win. Like, how are you going to try to win? And I get it. Guys got to look out for themselves, but in looking out for yourselves, you cut out the legs of others. Um, so Rogers vehemently, um, what was it? Uh, uh, cate- excuse me. Cate- says it's categorically false that yeah. he wants fifty million dollars a year. Yeah. Where's the yeah. truth? Where's the truth in this thing? Here's the thing, though, Doug. I, it's funny when it, look. I I don't know Aaron Rodgers. I know some of the people connect, connected to him, but based on he won another MVP, and I understand he didn't play well in the, in the one playoff game against the Niners. But based on his history, he absolutely deserves a minimum of forty-five million. Over you're basically looking at a two-year deal with some what we call uh, voidable years for the cap, just right. to help the cap out. Right. 
Um, it's going to have to be at least $45 million. I, I don't, you know, the, the report that's out there, I don't know where the $50 million number came from. And as you said, he vehemently denied it through Pat McAfee, and I get that, why he would do that, even if it's not true. Um, you don't want that out there because it's, it, it makes you look selfish. Um, and it didn't come from him, though, that, that I could tell you. I don't, it, you know, could it, you never know when these reports come out about contract demands, and it could be someone who, who does marketing for him, someone who knows him. But let's just look at it, the, re- the reality. This guy's one of the top five quarterbacks in NFL history. He's still at the top of his game. He won, a, he won the MVP award again. He deserves, based on uh, the market, and, and I keep telling people, I've said this on Fox Sports Radio, easily 50 times since uh, November. This is the worst year for quarterbacks in free agency. He has such leverage here. They're building their whole offseason around him. I mean, that's that's... They want him back, okay? They've, they've already decided to do what the, the Packers did after they drafted Rodgers. They, want, they wanted Rodgers, and he did. He sat for three years. They want Jordan Love, Doug, to sit for three years. They've made this decision. They've told him how much they've wanted him. Now, the restructuring contract's not just to potentially bring him back. They, they have a major cap issue, so they had to do this anyway. But they want him back. He knows that. And within two weeks, we're going to know. Um. Oh, okay, within within two weeks, what's the, you know, th- there are people that, that continue to say all this stuff is trending in the way of him coming back. Is that what you've heard? Yes. Um, look, there's nothing definitive. I, I can't speak for him. I can't speak for anyone close to him that I, that I know, and I know how the Packers have, have told me. For I remember someone very close to me uh, with Packers said to me, when I asked, remember when the, when the quotes came out after their last game, uh, after the uh, – the previous season where he sent this, he had these cryptic comments, said, hey, how do you read this? I mean, do you guys, you know, he doesn't feel wanted. You want him back? He goes, are you trying to get us fired? Of course we want him back. We want to win. So I, it's just my gut feeling, know how veteran quarterbacks are. It's one thing Tom Brady at, at 44 turns 45 in August to finally say he's done. But for Rodgers to lose like that, he didn't play well. A, I can't imagine he would retire. Now, again, I, I can't speak for him. Just just covering this business for 21 years. If you read the tea leaves, yes, I think it's fair to say that he should be coming back. But I don't know what he's waiting for because they, they know they're going to be able to accommodate him in the cap. I, I don't know. that The thing that no one knows, why is it taking him so long to decide this? You know, physically, he, he, he ended the season. Look, he had the broken toe. We know that. But... Other than that, we don't know of anything else, so why would he not come back? So uh, it would definitely be a surprise to me if he does not return. Um, okay. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Adam Kaplan is is our guest. What's the league reaction to Kyler Murray's agent uh, and his post earlier today? You know, covering Eric Burkhardt, I know Eric very well, uh, his agent. Um, you know, he, he also represents Cliff Kingsbury, the, the head coach. It's kind of an odd deal, but... Eric's a very emotional guy. He absolutely 100% supports his players. He's, he'll do whatever it takes. Um, I remember him, he went on social media when Marcus May, starting safety, who he represents, uh, before he tours Achilles. He, he, want, he wanted to know why the Jets weren't you know, negoti- negotiating an extension, and uh, you know, that, that happened. Uh, Eric went out and, and asked that, and unfortunately they didn't extend him, and then, he, then uh, May tours Achilles. But... Uh, I think I, I don't think it, I, let's put it this way. I understand, I understand Eric very well. Uh, talking to him, died the fact that just saw him at the Senior Bowl, but he's an emotional guy, and he felt that he just wants a backup his player. He wants them to know that they want a, a new contract. Now we know Doug the, in the NFL it's a little different than Major League Baseball and in the NBA. 
first of all, you can't negotiate an extension until after three years. Now that's passed. And because of the way uh, the way these first round deals are done, you know you've got the fifth year option. You've got two franchise tags. So there's really no urgency for the Cardinals to do anything. That's what and Burkhart knows this, but he's putting it out there. Uh, you put that statement out, and you know the, the Cardinals. They already dealt with the Murray stuff uh, from the ESPN report from my friend Chris, friend Chris Mortensen, who put the stuff out uh, from both sides about how Murray uh, could have done better and, and could have handled situations better. And Murray had a displeasure with the team. So this one's – look, they, they, as long as Cliff Kingsbury, by the way, is on the final year of his contract, as long as Kingsbury's here in, with the Cardinals, he's going to – Kyler Murray's quarterback. Remember, Cliff Kingsbury recruited – Recruited no, 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 no question. Yeah. I mean, they're they're yeah. tied at the hip, and yeah. and but I I don't, I, and and none of this gets done unless Kyler Murray says it's okay, right? I just, of course, yeah. I, it's like it's like you said, he's at minimum under contract for four more years. They could transition tag him. It could be five years with no negotiation and nowhere he can go. And so I I don't is he trying to create public sentiment? Trying to create? There's no leverage here. I don't. Yeah, I, I think you're on that. I mean, I'm. I'm that's just my read on it. Is, is they're trying to take the upper hand here? Burkhart's been yeah. Johnny Manziel. Eric has had a lot of actually as coaches, but he's mostly players. They had the first pick overall four years ago, and he's just trying to get it out there uh, that they want a new deal. And I, I'd be shocked if the Cardinals did one because there's really no reason to. And again, this is this kid, this is really important for people to understand. Cliff Kingsbury is tied to the situation. If Kingsbury is not renewed after 22. The Cardinals have the decision to make with, with uh, Kyler Murray. Just understand that. That is why Kyler Murray is the quarterback and why they trade away Josh Rosen. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Adam Kaplan, who's our NFL uh, insider. Um, did Sean McVay really turn down $100 million for five years to, to do broadcasting? Well, here, here's I, I, that I can't say on that contract. Uh, you know, f- f- to to leave, but I-, I put this out on Fox Sports Radio the day before the Super Bowl. Uh, I believe it was the Saturday show, and they asked me what's it, what are, what are the under discussed stories. I said no one's talking about this, but I'm telling you, people who are very close to Sean McVay. Tell me that he's no lock to to finish out his contract. Now I didn't say that he would not return for 22. All I said was uh, because of potential burnout and just how emotional he gets. They were worried that he that he could walk away from the game in a couple of years, and then, of course, in the last two weeks, you've seen the stories that are out there. Uh, you know, also he needs a contract extension. That there's no question about that. And I'll, Matthew Stafford, by the way, will, will almost certainly get one. He's on the final year of his deal. But yeah, I, I look. Sean McVay would be great on television, and, and the TV networks know this. He's ex quarterbacks, man, um, or or coaches from the offensive side of the football. You just see it. Um, you, you know, you see Sean Payton, by the way. Sean Payton's going to get a deal. Sean McVay would get would get a great deal if he wanted to leave. But now, I don't know about twenty million a year. I I, I can't confirm that. Um, the going right now, see, because of the Troy Aikman deal. But once that deal is officially done and then the real numbers come out, that's going to change the landscape well, of broadcasting. R- no Romo Romo changed the landscape. Romo got yeah, seven. But guess what? Th- that number's going to be beat. No, I I, under- I understand, but like. That was really what triggered all of this. What triggered Aikman, yep. Aikman going like, "Wait, I can make how much?" Like, I know it's great. You know, Look, it's, it's fantastic. no, no, que- it. no, no question. Just, just, and for so people that are aware, what's happening in broadcasting is the same thing that's happening in sports and in life, right? Where the the top is getting paid above everything else, and anything else, there's no middle class, right? Now they're they're nickel and diming everybody else. Again, that's that's business 
That's the way it kind of works, and there's no broadcasters union. But you're right that that the money once you get to upwards of ten, and now in the twenty million dollar range, that becomes real money, and that becomes legit leverage for why well, do I want to go and coach when I can go make right. more more money? And there's no wins, and there's 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 no losses. That that one. Okay, That's what a ab- point. And 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 I could tell you talking to Rick Spielman, the former Vikings GM. I know Rick pretty well, and yeah. you know we, we know that he could join the Jaguars at any time, but this is a guy who's tremendous and broad, it could, it could be a tremendous broadcaster. You make such a great point, Doug, that cannot uh, be underestimated. For these coaches and the stress that they go after, that they deal with, that's why Dick Vermeil retired and then he came back 15 years later. He was a great broadcaster. But the, the one thing, as you know, as a former athlete, the Lord to, to continue to coach. There's something in their oh, blood. No, they don't know anything else. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drug and yes. and it's the, yes. the the losing gives you as much energy as the winning does, right? I mean, it's it's really and I I told I told her admire this, right? I was like, look, the second you go to call a game on site, you're going to want to coach again. Uh, that's when when he and that was after oh, ESPN. Yeah, yeah, and and it's the same. All of these guys that you go there and you talk to the coaches and you you watch, you're listening to their game plan, you're looking at all their notes, then you see the game and you just the guys that have been a part of it. It's really, really because you walk away from a broadcast and you're like, did we win? Did we lose? They're like, you, you you never lose. You never really win. It's a it's a very interesting feeling. Hey, last thing here, real quick. Sure. New report that the Dolphins tried to get Sean Payton and Tom Brady together. And look, obviously it's not happening, but aren't we seeing all these signs? They want not, they want to get out of the two of business as quickly yep. as possible. Yeah, I could just tell you my reporting on this, uh, which has been about nine months, uh, in terms of Tua. They, they, they know they made a mistake privately. They should have taken Justin Herbert. And that's why they were strongly deep into Deshaun Watson talks. And the, you know, that's why Brian Flores and, and Tua... Uh, Brian Flores made it perfectly clear to him that they, what they were trying to do, they were trying to get Watson. It just didn't work out for certain reasons. But, yeah, look, they're not – here's the problem, though, with the Tua situation. They're kind of stuck with him yeah. because this, this is just a bad year. I mean, w- w- next time we're on together, I got something for you, which you, you'll, you'll laugh at, but it's true on this quarterback situation. Awesome stuff. Well, Cap, we appreciate you joining us, and we, I look forward to that next conversation. Thank you so much. You got it. Thank you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we get you caught up on one of the big stories of the day and how one of our Fox Sports Radio hosts covered it. We call it... What does the Fox say? Brought to you by Bet Rivers. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Uh, let's start with Colin Cowherd. He had this to say about the Lakers mess. There was an interesting bit of data that came out last week. It had the highest and lowest ratings, local TV ratings for all NBA teams. And the Lakers, the biggest brand in the NBA, easily. With LeBron, arguably the biggest star in the NBA, easily, we're middle of the pack with ratings. This team's not very likable, and it's the one LeBron and Clutch Sports created. You know who was the second highest rated basketball team in the NBA local TV ratings? Cleveland. LeBron left, and they love their team. Because that team in Cleveland today is ascending young players. We, us, 
The Cleveland community feels like, hey, man, I want to I want to root these young guys on. LeBron left. The ratings are fantastic. Fans, Cleveland's an illustration. Fans will tolerate 500. They want to feel part of something. And LeBron's entire career has been bailing when it gets a little warm. But he no longer has a one-year contract. So he's trapped, too, along with the Lakers. I've said before, this is not Ohio. It's not even great Miami. It's L.A. It's called a Hollywood Minute. The next star's around the corner. I would blow this puppy up. It's, it's some really strong and interesting statements. And some of the things I've said today that I completely agree with. And we'll get to that kind of top of the hour and something Kobe told me uh, one time. And I, I haven't ever shared it with really with anybody. Uh, we'll get to that top of the hour. But what, what Colin's saying also gives credence to the leaked report that even if he wanted to go back to Cleveland after his contract was up with the Lakers, they don't actually want him back. And it sounds like blasphemy, right? How could you not want one of the greatest players to ever play in the NBA and a guy who is an incredible passer and at this stage in his career is still playing at a high level? And the answer is everything Collins said. LeBron takes up all the air in the room, all of it. He takes all the credit for the wins, none of the none of the blame for the losses. Not in 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 uh, with the skip as the exception, right? I skip blames everything on LeBron. But in the reality, it's somewhere in the middle. But takes none of the blame. And I, I think that a lot of people are kind of over it. Just we get over it. That that's what happens. That that's sports. We get over it. They get over us. We get over them. And you know, LeBron feels like one or one time or maybe two times you switch teams. Okay. You go to four teams and maybe a fifth. You have your agency try and command control of a team. You stay 19 years. It's a couple years too long. I think we're kind of good. We know what he is. We know he's really good. He's in incredible shape. But he's not the end-all, be-all. He's not bigger than the actual sport. He may have stayed in this thing too long. Here's what Dan Patrick had to say about Kyler Murray. Through his agent, Kyler Murray is saying, I, I'm committed. I want you to commit to me now, this morning. Now, they don't have to do it until next year. So he wants market value. Well, what is market value? Market value now as opposed to next year. And this feels, it's a money, it's a money grab. And we thought this from the beginning. But if you're going to say, hey, I want my $50 million a year a year early, and if I'm the Cardinals, I would say, no, we're committed to you. Look at the team we build around you. You know, they got DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Chandler Jones, uh, J.J. Watt. Like, they tried. You know, they just got a coach who doesn't win in the second half of seasons, no matter where he's coaching. But they're improving. They're just not to the point where you go, they're a title contender. And Kyler Murray played well this year. Not great. Played well this year. And I, I, this just feels like it's a money grab here, and we want to get paid a year early. Which, okay, I understand it, but the team does. That's why you have contracts. If he didn't play well, what if the team said, uh, you know, we're not going to be committed to you? You know, it goes both ways here. No, I mean, he, he makes outstanding points. I mean, look, I, Kyler didn't play well once DeAndre Hopkins went down. He was awful in the playoffs, but he's a good player. 
you know, he's a middle of the road quarterback now with people think potential if they can kind of figure out how to evolve that offense, if he can get DeAndre Hopkins back, if he can improve some. It's not just a money grab, but what is the point of some public negotiation when there's no leverage for the Arizona Cardinals to do anything? What, to make them feel bad? Or maybe even worse, now you tick them off. Now, just out of spite, they're like, nah, not even going to engage. That's what the Fox said. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Kobe, Kobe told me something about LeBron. It was dead on accurate. It's next. 